It's September 14th, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Cottonor. Our top stories today. Russia has covertly spent more than $300 million since 2014 to influence politicians in more than 24 countries the U.S. has alleged. The Department of State's allegation is based on a declassified U.S. intelligence assessment released yesterday. American intelligence assesses that these are minimum figures and that Russia likely has transferred additional funds covertly in cases that have gone undetected, said a Biden administration official during a phone briefing. The Russian authorities have so far made no public statements on the U.S. claim. No one should be shocked that Russia is meddling in other countries' elections. When the war in Ukraine started, I had a conversation with Ben Sol on Next in Foreign Policy, and one of my key takeaways from that conversation is that Russians view conflicts between groups within countries rather than conflict between countries as core to warfare. I think it would behoove the United States and our allies to think more about the cleavages within our own democracies and how to prevent adversaries from driving a wedge into them. China's leader Xi Jinping and Russia's Vladimir Putin will discuss the war in Ukraine and other international and regional topics at their meeting later this week, the Kremlin says. The two will meet in Uzbekistan at a summit that will show an alternative to the Western world, the Kremlin said. The meeting will take place tomorrow at the Shanghai Cooperation Organization Summit. Mr. Putin will also meet other leaders, including those of India, Pakistan, Turkey, and Iran, but his meeting with China's leader is of particular importance, said the Kremlin foreign policy spokesman Yuri Yushikov. We'll be tracking this story closely. We have an update on the clashes on the border of Armenia and Azerbaijan. The death toll has increased to almost 100 with fighting ongoing. Azerbaijani President Ilham Aliyev's office released a statement yesterday following his meeting with military leadership, saying, Provocations committed by Armenian forces at the border have been averted and all necessary objectives were fulfilled. The country's defense ministry then said that at least 50 service members had been killed in the clashes as Russian President Vladimir Putin appealed for calm on both sides. Russia played a key part in de-escalating the conflict previously, but given their focus on Ukraine, it may not be able to muster the diplomatic focus necessary to cool tensions again. Elsewhere, Kyrgyz and Tajik border guards have exchanged fire after a dispute over the border between the two Central Asian nations, officials on both sides said. The clash on Wednesday, which took place on the eve of a regional security body meeting and against the background of fighting between Russia and Ukraine, as well as Azerbaijan and Armenia, started after Kyrgyz border guards accused the Tajiks of taking positions at a part of the border that had not been demarcated. The Tajik side said in a statement that Kyrgyz border guards opened unprovoked gun and mortar fire on their outpost, killing one border guard and injuring another two. 
Kyrgyz and Tajik leaders are expected to attend a summit of the Shanghai Cooperation Organization in Uzbekistan this week alongside Russian President Vladimir Putin and Chinese leader Xi Jinping, as well as a host of other world leaders. British police have faced criticism from activists and civil liberties groups over their treatment of people who have publicly challenged King Charles III's ascension to the throne after the death of Queen Elizabeth II, raising free speech concerns. In recent days, police have arrested people protesting against the monarchy, raising questions about the authorities' upholding of freedom of speech. A man was charged with a breach of the peace after he heckled Prince Andrew as the Queen's hearse traveled through the Scottish capital. Not My King has become a trending hashtag on Twitter. A third person has been arrested as part of the investigation into the assassination attempt on Argentine Vice President Cristina Fernandez, a move that suggests the incident could have involved a network of people. Judicial investigators are using security footage and cell phone communications to try to reconstruct what happened in the days before the attempted shooting and whether there were any suspicious people present around the vice president's home in the days before the attack. The streets surrounding the vice president's home had been filled with supporters for days after a prosecutor requested a 12-year prison sentence as well as a lifetime prohibition on holding public office against Fernandez due to alleged corruption involving public works during her administration. Fernandez has denied all charges and says she is the victim of political persecution meant to get her out of public office. Africa is losing 5% to 15% of its per capita economic growth due to the effects of climate change and is facing a gaping climate finance shortfall, according to the African Development Bank. Africa has been hit disproportionately hard by the fallout from climate change, which has aggravated droughts, flooding, and cyclones across the continent in recent years. Rich nations promised in 2009 to deliver $100 billion in climate financing to the developing world, but that pledge has only ever been partially met and is due to expire in 2025. African ministers meeting in Cairo last week ahead of November's COP27 climate summit decried the lack of support, which they said had resulted in the continent benefiting from less than 5.5% of global climate financing. In lighter news, a bear crashed a two-year-old's birthday party in Connecticut and was filmed feasting on cupcakes while the partygoers fled inside. The parents and the other adults at the party rushed to get the kids inside, but the Bruin was more interested in the contents of the picnic table. The bear was filmed feasting on cupcakes from the picnic table while the party attendees watched through a window. The best part of the story? The song Bare Necessities was playing in the background. Check out the video link in the show notes. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at the DSRnetwork.com. 
members of the DSR network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR daily brief and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, we spoke with Sybil Oktai, Associate Professor and Director of the School of Politics and International Affairs at the University of Illinois Springfield about the changing leadership in Europe. Go to the DSRnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.